We are social creatures and are meant to be in the company of others. So selecting good company, the company that you're going to be around a lot, will have benefits on your mind, body, and spirit. Did you know that research indicates that women who were battling cancer had greater outcomes when they had fulfilling relationships. So selecting the right friend can be a life or death situation. If we look at it and pare it down, it will improve just the overall quality of your life. Friendships also reduce stress by producing oxytocin, which is a stress combating hormone. So we're going to get into that. Today's episode, we are discussing what you should be looking for when selecting the right friends. All right, before we get into that, let's hear a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Restorative Family Services. We are a behavioral health practice. Our mission is to provide quality, affordable, and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If you are struggling and in a dark place, we are here to help. Visit our website at www.restorativefamilyservices.com. This podcast is brought to you by Private Practice, where we provide leadership training and practice management coaching specific to helping mental health professionals build their private practice to provide a much needed service for their community. Want to learn more? Visit our website at www.privatepractice.com. So like I mentioned before, your friend group has the most influence over your life. These people you are fellowshipping with and doing life with. You're around them a lot. They have a good amount of influence over your decision making, any interests that you pick up, your growth. Uh, They offer you advice counsel. So selecting the quality friends, selecting the right tribe is crucial, not only to your professional and personal development, but also just the overall quality of life. You know, choosing the wrong tribe, choosing the wrong friends can have some very steep consequences on just your mood and your quality of life. You know, it can disrupt your peace, cause you stress, lower your self-esteem, cause you to be angry, drain you of energy. So here are some signs to look out for. Here are some red flags to look out for just to determine whether or not you have a good mix of good friends versus bad friends. So these are some red flags to look out for to notice that if your friendships are not healthy for you. One, they're overly competitive with you. They're competing with you. They always want to one up you. Uh, You're guess what happened to me today? I just won first place in a marathon. Oh, well, I did that 10 years ago, three times in a row. And that's no big deal. Everyone can do it. So they're constantly one upping you, whatever you've done, they've done better, will be doing better or have done better. So Watch out for someone who constantly competes with you and minimizes your achievements. Two is they're likely to encourage bad behavior. They're just giving you all kinds of wrong advice. Like 
you know, giving you advice that's going to ruin your credit score, telling you go out with a guy who is mistreating you for all the wrong reasons. Oh, girl, get the money, get the bag. It don't matter if he's cheating. Just make sure he does, you know, what he's taking care of you. Just wrong advice. Just bad advice. All right. Number three is these people are unreliable. You can't count on them. You know, you make plans, they cancel at the last minute. They tell you you're going to do something and then they haven't done it. So now you're in a rush to get it done. So they're just, you can't rely on them. Number four is they're combative. They like to start fights. Everything you say is, you know, taken the wrong way. Or they'll call you up and just nitpick with you or criticize you or just trying to start conflict. Number five is just rude, just rude behavior. Maybe they don't talk to you with respect. Maybe they're condescending or maybe when you introduce them to other friends, they're, they're nasty to those people. So just rude behavior. Watch out for those. Number six is mean or degrading. They make you feel bad. They constantly are criticizing you, making you feel like you're not good enough everything that you do is wrong. So just mean and degrading. Seven is prone to gossip. So these people are talking to you about everyone they can be aware of those people because if they're bringing you someone else's business, chances are if you share anything with them, they're going to do the same thing. People are not that uh, sporadic. They typically are very consistent when it comes to how we behave. Um, So we're not as spontaneous as we think we are. So we tend to have certain personality traits. So if someone is bringing back information about someone else, the chances are they're likely to do that with your information. So be aware of those individuals. And last one is they're likely to bully you and others. So you know, they're intimidating. They give you ultimatums. Um, They just have a lot of toxic nature. So those are some things to watch out for. If you have friends who are doing any of these, it might be time to reevaluate that friendship. Okay. So as promised, we're going to go over some things to look for when you're selecting good friends, these qualities, good friends should have. All right, because good friendships are going to promote a healthier lifestyle for you. And they're going to help improve the quality of life, help you reach your goals and help you make good decisions. All right, so we have eight tips. So I want you to pull out your notebook, put these somewhere safe, okay? So number one, the things to look for when selecting a good friend is you want to select someone who is complimentary to you. Not the same as you want someone who's going to be strong in areas that you're weak in and you're strong in areas that they're weak in. So you don't want to have the same friend. You don't want someone who is so similar to you that you're not growing. So when you think of someone who is complimentary to you, look for someone who's a little different. Okay, someone who you can improve because they're strong in this area. You can now start develop those areas that you're not so strong in and vice versa. It should be reciprocal. Okay, number two, you want to select someone who cares about what is in your best interest. 
And so that's not the same as making sure that you're happy all the time. But someone who cares about what's in your best interest will be courageous enough to disagree with you when you're off track to say, hey, I think you could have handled that a little different or next time try to do this. You know, because when you get friends who just yes you to death, when you get friends who whatever you do is great, you're not growing. You're going to stay the same. But when you get friends who are looking out what's in your best interest, they can see when you're making a mistake. They can see some areas that you need to develop and gently nudge you to nurture you to leveling up in whatever those areas are. Okay, so don't get offended when your friend disagrees with you. If she or he is disagreeing with you out of love, it is to develop you and they're looking out for what's in your best interest, not what you're going to be satisfied with, not what, you know, you're uh, happy with at the moment, but what is in your best interest in the long run? What's going to get you to meet those goals that you have? What's going to get you to have a better quality of life? So wanting friends who always look out what's in your best interest. Number three is choose someone who will hold you accountable in a nurturing way. So perhaps you've shared with your friend that, you know, you want to start working on setting healthy boundaries, you know, so when you uh, are talking to your friend about not setting healthy boundaries, or when you display those areas, they say, Hey, friend, you know, I know this is a goal for you. And I know you're working on this, but we have to have some boundaries here. So that's nurturing you, not shaming you for, you know, making a mistake or anything like that, but holding you accountable to being better, being a better person. Ultimately, your friends should be promoting you toward elevation, toward evolution, toward evolving and moving up and not staying the same. All right. Number four is you want to choose someone who is loyal and is there for and with you. Okay, someone who is loyal and therefore and with you. So loyal friends means that if someone was to ever say something negative about you to your friend, they will address that. They will say no, they wouldn't participate in it. They wouldn't agree with it. They wouldn't say, oh, girl, let me tell you what such and such said. Oh, did you know that this happened and they said this? They wouldn't stand for someone who, if they admire and respect you, they wouldn't stand for someone who is disrespectful um, to you. They will take up for you, support you, even when you're not there, especially when you're not there. Okay, Um, they wouldn't participate in it. If I consider them a friend, anytime someone brings back, say, did you know this person says something about you? My first question is, what did you say? Because you want to know why are they so comfortable, you know, knowing that you, you and I are friends. Why are they so comfortable with sharing negative things about me? That's a sign that, hey, maybe that friend isn't as loyal as they could be. Maybe they're playing both sides, maybe around this friend group. They're like, oh, yeah, Pranella, she's got so many things going on. She thinks she knows it all or whatever, whatever they could be saying, right? And they come back to you. Well, did you know they said you think you know it all? And one, it hurts the person you're bringing that news back to, right? That isn't the purpose. When you tell them something that someone said negatively about them, it hurts them. 
And if you're selecting good friends, your good friends don't want to see you hurt. They don't want to see you in pain. So they're not going to bring anything painful back to you. And they're going to take it a, a step further and address that with those individuals so that they know what the boundary is. Like, you can't talk about my friend. Mm-mm, you can't talk about my friend. And I do this even with my mom, right? My mom knows she can't talk about my sister to me. Mm-mm, nope, nope. I don't don't like the way you're talking about my sister. Nope, can't do it. I don't want to hear it. Nope, got to call you back. Sorry, can't do it. And I get so childish. It's ridiculous. But that is just that that's just how I am. You know, I don't don't bring me the gossip. You know, don't do that. Now, when I say being there for you, so being loyal and being there for you. So being there for you means that if you need to vent about something that is going on, they're there to listen, not judge you. They're holding space for you. And being with you is, hey, we're in this together. You don't have to deal with hard situations by yourself. We're here. We're going to, you know, you're going through a divorce. You're going through a breakup. Your kids are acting up or, you know, you're afraid about this opportunity. You're, you're, you're nervous about this thing. We're going to sit in this together. And so they're going to hold space for you. They're going to be there for you and with you. All right. Number five is choose a friend that will stretch you. So you want someone who is going to always challenge you to be better. You know, sometimes we choose friends that want us to stay where they are. You know, we're not doing anything. We don't have any goals. So we can kind of just sit here at the bottom of the bucket and just be happy and chill and watch TV and play video games all day. But you don't want that because you never grow out of that situation. That's a stagnated friend. You want someone who is going to grow you, someone who sees some potential in you and wants to keep growing that potential. You know, you would be a great accountant you would be a great math teacher you know you're really good at this why don't you take a course in this so someone who is always trying to get you to level up that is a sign of a good friend someone who sees your potential and wants to stretch you maybe they have some success in the area and they say you know this would be good for you too why don't you try this getting you out of your comfort zone helping you to Uh, Set your goals a little higher, encouraging you on the way. Okay. Number six is choose friends who share your values, goals, and the same view of friendship. You know, choose someone who has values of honesty, who will tell you the truth and who values the same thing that you value. So if you value honesty and um, if you value being kind or or kindness, they value that too. Someone who has similar goals, you know, you ever heard the same birds of a feather flock together. So individuals who are rowing in the same direction, individuals who have uh, similar values, goals, and views of friendship are rowing in the same direction. We're on the same page. We, I get you. I understand because I have those same values. I understand how important telling the truth is because I value the same thing. I understand how important Having God as your center is because I value the same thing. So when you're in alignment with the same values, you 
are able to fellowship on a different level. You're able to understand and get one another. It's when those values are are different that, you know, it can get in the way of friendship because you, you believe different things and there's a consistent wedge in what your beliefs are. And instead of being in alignment, you're constantly at odds because you don't have the same values because you don't if you have a friend who is very spiritual and you have someone who is not very spiritual those two don't align so you want to make sure that there are some alignments along the lines of values goals and the same view of friendship that and the view of friendship is very important because Everyone has a unique view of friendship, you know, and what that entails. Some people might not value as much of just talking every day, but, you know, I'm here for you when you need me to be here. Um, Some people might take offense. Well, you know, if we can't do anything, if we can't spend time, then maybe you're not a good friend. So just making sure there's some alignment along those lines that your friends are on the same page with some of those things. Number seven is choose friends with sound morals judgment and character. We have to be selective. We have to be selective about who we choose to be in our inner circle. Okay. And so when I mean sound morals is if you, and this goes into um, what we talked about number six, but if you value honesty and you choose someone who doesn't have the same values and doesn't have the same moral compass, right? So that person can still rob and you're, if you're, uh, if that's not what you're about, but you're hanging around those people that will soak into your character. So you want to choose people who have the same morals. I grew up in North New Jersey. So one of the things was, hey, you know, there are people out here who do a lot of things. So if I don't smoke weed and my friend smokes weed, then, you know, if I'm in company with them, you know, they may say, hey, I need to go here. And, and I, I go with them and to pick up weed. And then guess what? We get pulled over or whatever, you know, and they're just not aligning with my morals, my character. They're not aligning with that. So it's just one of those one of those things. And listen, I know marijuana is legal in some states. So, you know, no offense to to anyone who does that. But what I'm saying is you have to align what your morals are with the people that you choose to be in your inner circle. It's the same thing with, you know, we 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 get a different code. Parents who raise children in the hood, uh, they they give out a different uh, parent book, so to speak. The lessons that we learn, well, don't get in the car if you don't know whose car it is, you know, because it could be a stolen car. Or, you know, if you don't, if these people might be into some things you're not into, don't get in the car because it could have something on them. And God forbid you get pulled over and now you're an accomplice. So again, you want to have your friends align with the same teaching. So if you got that parent code, like I did, then you want to make sure that you align with the sound morals, judgment and character. Okay. Because the character of your friends is important because again, you're spending a lot of time with this person. And so the character flaws that they have will absorb into the character flaws that you have over time. The longer you're in this friendship, the more uh, likely that is. Okay. The last tip that I have when choosing a good friend, 
Number eight is choose a friend who does not gossip. You know, gossip is one of those things. It can start to plant negative seeds that will sprout up. And so if you have someone who participates in gossip, they're planting seeds, you know, and it's it's a seed that grows and has different sprouts. It sprouts differently. So even though they may be gossiping about someone else, the fact of the gossiping is draining. It's draining to always hear negative news. It is draining to constantly be uh, with someone who talks about everyone. It puts you in a very negative, lower vibration. All right. And so then it also erodes the trust in the right relationship because you're going to be slightly paranoid because if they're coming to you about Sally, Jessica, and all this other stuff and scandal, right? Yes, it's entertaining at the time, but then you're like, okay, well, can I trust this friend to keep my secrets or will I be the next scandal she talks about or he talks about to someone else? So gossip is one of those things that once you participated in it, you are just as dirty as the person bringing you the, the gossip. So you want to set good boundaries and choose friends who don't participate in gossip. All right. So hopefully this helps you start to filter through or sift through some of the people so that you can select your tribe, the tribe that will be right for you to um, fellowship with and do life with. You know, the people who you choose in your tribe should be indicative of the person you want to become. If you're a parent, your friends should encompass qualities you want your children to possess because they have a lot of influence. They're going to be around your children as well. So they should be of sound moral character. They should be able to make good judgments. They should have your best interest at heart. Okay, so I want you to think about that. So that's all I have for you today. Until next time, enjoy your day on purpose. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience. By providing us with a five-star review, you help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.